Kile fala fala From the rock city of Nigeria, rock city of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. FM It's three minutes now, got past 10 a.m. A great morning to you wherever you're listening to us from. Today, Wednesday, the 24th of March, 
2021. This platform uh, this morning is the second installment of the program uh, for the week. Uh, for those of you just joining us, uh, we do this Mondays and Wednesdays from 10 to 11. Uh, for those who are always uh, tuning to listen, uh, thank you for joining the program uh, this morning. Wali Bakar is my name. It's Timmy Dakolo with the song Amen, kickstarting things uh, this morning. Uh, I hope your Wednesday morning has started the brightest way possible. Uh, I hope you are having a great time, wherever it is you're listening to us from. We wish you the very best this Wednesday. We pray you find whatever it is you're looking for as you're out there in your places of business, in your workplace. Or for those of you who are home, uh, we pray you find whatever you're looking for. Do enjoy yourselves. Please be safe. And just have a great time overall. More importantly, keep it locked on the doll 107.9. Today, the 24th of March, commemorates a number of things across the world. One of them is the World Tuberculosis Day. Now, the World Tuberculosis Day is observed every year on the 24th of March. It is designed to build public awareness about the global epidemic of tuberculosis, as well as efforts to eliminate the disease. Um, I don't have the most recent numbers, but I know that millions of people around the world have died from the disease. Millions are battling with the disease tuberculosis. Now, uh, the World TB Day is one of 11 official global public health campaigns marked by the World Health Organization, along with a number of other days. Now, every year. Uh, comes with different teams uh, for the world tuberculosis. Do we'll get into all of that uh, in a moment this morning? I have my guests in the studio already, and uh, this morning tuberculosis will be getting our attention. So uh, it is time to get some more information as far as that is concerned. Remember, we're live on Facebook. You can as well share that video, drop your contributions via that avenue at Fresh FM, I built on Twitter is where you drop your contributions as we go along this morning on the program. Thank you for joining. Wally Bakar is my name. Good morning to you. Long life go follow you. Strangers go favor you. Great men go honor you. Amen. Amen. One day you go sign the check Go drive that benzo. This life goes still make sense. Oh. Amen. Amen. Your children go make you proud. Oh. Bad people no go pull you down. No. One day you go run this town. No. Amen. Amen. You self go spray me money. Baby go call you a bee. You self go host the party. Amen. Amen. Don't go to go be your friend. I tell the lie, go be your friend. Amen. I tell the God, go be your guy. Amen. 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 go be your guy. Amen. I tell somebody, go be my guy. Amen. Rabbi, you go be my guy. Amen. 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 Your life no go end in shame. Amen. Your business go bring you good. If you believe it, say amen. 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 Thank you for joining us as platform this Wednesday morning, the 24th of March, 2021, on your feel-good radio, Fresh 107.9 FM. Abel Kuta, Walid Bakar is my name. Good to know you're there, joining the program this morning. I did say a couple of minutes ago, but in case you're just joining us, it is the World Tuberculosis Day. It's a day set aside to build public awareness 
as far as the disease tuberculosis is concerned. This day uh, is marked every year uh, to because build awareness, educate ourselves, remind ourselves of the dangers of tuberculosis, how to avoid it, prevention to say is better than cure, and uh, more importantly, how to stop uh, can i call it stigmatization uh, interestingly i hear that is something suffered by people who uh, have uh, had to battle the disease as well uh, interestingly uh, within the studio this morning are well, a gentleman and a lady uh, dr adekola adekunle is a public health expert with the institute of human virology nigeria ivn good morning to you sir good, good to have you you could move could you move close to your mic please good morning to you good morning, yes good morning. Um, there's also Mrs. Adebola Isholu Adelokiki. She's a representative of the Ogun State Tuberculosis Control Program. Good morning to you, ma'am. Good, Good to morning. have you join us. Good morning. Good morning, everybody out there. Okay, I, th- I think Dr. Adekola's mic was... Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. I can hear you now. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think morning, <laughs> I think you were sharing a part of our mic earlier. Good morning to you. Uh, good to have you uh, in our studios this morning. It's a World Tuberculosis Day. Uh, interestingly, I've had this conversation about, I think it's the third consecutive year I'm having to talk about tuberculosis on the day. And um, uh, for, for me, every time we, uh, there are commemorations of this, like this, talking about this uh, public health um, conversations, uh, my first question is always, how far have we come? Are we making improvements? Are there improvements uh, in uh, people's, uh, as far as sensitization is concerned, as far as people's knowledge of the disease is concerned, as far as uh, p- uh, the seriousness at which people are taking the disease is concerned over the years? So what would be your thoughts as far as that is concerned? Let's start with uh, Madam Adelo Kiki. Good morning. Okay, good morning once again, everybody listening out there. How far have we gone with tuberculosis? The awareness is still low. Because looking at here, the response are people when it comes to the diagnosis and to the treatment of diagnosis, it shows that the awareness among us are still low. Although gradually we were picking up until COVID-19 came in. And because COVID has something to do with cough, people decided not to come out again. They're thinking that once they come, they will think it's COVID-19. Hmm. And in Ogun State, I will tell you till now, according to WHO standard, we are yet to even meet up to the 50% of the cases that is expected us to have in Ogun State. So it shows that the awareness is still much very low. The information being passed across to the mass populace out there is still quite low. As we get the diagnosis, the causes, and even the people know, even the mode of trans, um, transmission. transmission. Mm. People who are, are still not so confused because down here the state believe it has to do with some witchcraft and some mm. cultural beliefs. Mm. Yeah. Now, Dr. Adekunle, as, as you uh, attempt to answer uh, the question as to how far we've come, I know that the theme uh, for this year's CB Day is the, the clock, clock is ticking. ticking. And because yes. um, uh, it says uh, that the world is running out of time to act as far as commitments to end tuberculosis is concerned. Um, could you also talk us through uh, the thinking behind the theme for this year's um, World TB Day? Okay, thank you very much. Um, thank you very much. We, like um, Mr. Adelokiki said, the um, 
awareness is low and why are we talking about clock is ticking we have targets we have what we're supposed to be at us now mm. i mean we have the cases we're supposed to have diagnosed the truth is the disease is all over everywhere in the world particularly in some uh, in some countries that have high burden which nigeria is part of them so we are supposed to I've actually been able to mop up these cases, but now we've not been able to get to that point. Uh, it's good to know that tuberculosis jam was first discovered over a century ago, March 24, 1882. Until now, the jam is still around. And so we're supposed to be in a high race to ensure that this jam is wiped away from the populace even in, in the entire world, but not yet. So the clock is ticking for that timing. For that, um, for us to be able to get to that target, for us to be able to mop up and eliminate tuberculosis mm. in our own time, and there's no time to even waste time about it. So we have to um, go from the level of awareness. You asked of Alpha. Yes, she has discussed how we are now. People are still not fully aware. But if I want to talk about other aspects of where we have gone in terms of making health facility available yes in Ogun state for instance we have over 544 about 544 health centers public health centers that are offering these services freely diagnosis treatments we have over about 167 private health facilities offering these services free so in all over 700 in over the state it didn't start like that but that's how far we've been able to go to in terms of service delivery mm-hmm. so we have this around we have the diagnosis centers all over the state with sophisticated machines like genius machines that can diagnose the jam even anywhere uh, it is in in people's samples and then we have treatment that is free so no. science has really gone you know it, it's now left on our desk to be fully involved, be aware, and people assess treatment so that these cases will be diagnosed. Now, so, just before we get into all of that, since we've agreed, uh, since we say the awareness is still very low, and we've all agreed that time is ticking, mm-hmm. let's just get to it. What is tuberculosis? Thank you very much. Tuberculosis is um, a chronic infectious disease caused by microbacterium tuberculosis, which is a bacteria and it can actually affect any part of the any part of the body. It usually affects the lungs, and um, it could affect other parts of the body as well. Um, it has signs and symptoms and signs, and that you could be able to say, "Oh, what this person is having could be tuberculosis." Starting with, let's say, cough, cough of two weeks or more. Um, however, in persons living with HIV. It might be a current cough, so you don't have to wait for two weeks before you start presuming it is tuberculosis in those group of people. Um, um, also, it could, and so in this year also, we've tried to say, check that cough. It could be TV, not be COVID-19, mm. you know, so that people, like she has said, it's COVID-19, they want to apprehend them for COVID-19 cases. And no, TB also presents with cough. And then it could also be fever. Um, either in a child, and it affects all ages, pediatrics, that is children, adults, elderly, male and female, it affects all groups. Fever, also there could be weight loss. Um, somebody losing weight as evidenced by maybe the clothes, somebody telling you, oh, why have you lost this weight? Or we clothes, the ring, the you know, belt, and 
you know, losing of clothes around the body. Uh, it could also be tiredness. It could be drenching night sweat. These are a type of sweats that when it when when it occurs, the person sleeps. It's not the normal like okay, there is heat. Uh, you know, mm, mm. obviously the clothes are soaked, the pillowcases, the bed sheets. So you know, this is not just oh, it's, it's not about the it's temperature. Not about the temperature. Thank mm. you. It is really something like a sign, a symptom. Are, are, are these are these signs that you see uh, independently at different times, or do they all come at the same time, or can you see a cluster of them? How, how do we see these signs? Okay, thank you very much. So um, you, you can say the sim- these symptoms could occur um, singly or or together. Okay. However, you don't have to have all of them existing in one individual before you now say the person has you know the, the the tricky thing in my in my conversations with health experts the tricky thing about uh symptoms is that you find them around in almost you know every ailment uh fever uh cough um are there, are there uh prominent symptoms for tuberculosis that you need to take very seriously okay so let's start with cough tuberculosis there will be cough mostly two weeks and above Okay. So you know that's a bit specific for tuberculosis um disease because not just oh the cough about the common cold and the rest. It would have been occurring actually the person might have been taking a lot of cough syrup, some and it just antibiotics and then you know the person will tell you well it reduced but it is still there. And it has nothing to do with the tempo of the cough. I mean the you can say one cough is loud, another one is low. No. It's cough cough as long as the cough is present and it's and even with with treatment it's not subsiding then it's a strong premonition that it could be tuberculosis and it should be checked the idea is checking it the fever as well it could have continuous fever or fever over a longer time than usual you know and then it could be presumed as tuberculosis there's this um other one i said loss of weight and drenching night sweat like i tried to explain the sweating mm. it's not just the temperature uh, related it's what is happening in the body and then sometimes people also cough up blood sometimes when they cough or they sneeze they see like a streak of um blood mm-hmm. inside the handkerchief or the toilet row you know so these are um, a little bit tilting to to uh, more more you can think strongly about tuberculosis with these um symptoms um there's what we call extra pulmonary tuberculosis as well so let's not forget that i said tuberculosis can affect other parts of the body so that means for instance it can affect the abdomen if it affects the abdomen that means there could be swollen abdomen okay if it affects the bone that means there could be bone pain so if it affects let's say even the brain it could come in form of headache it could come in form of loss of consciousness. Uh, if it affects, le- uh, let's say, the spine, there could be some swelling around the area. It could even affect the skin. Yeah. And then, no. you know, yes, because it can affect uh, just any part of the body, and, any organic body. And, and I know we could go on and on. Um, I don't know if Mr. Adelokiki has... Um, uh, um, the, do, do we do we have an idea of the prevalence of tuberculosis? For example, in Augusta, do we have an idea of, uh, say, a number of people affected? No, I can't say specifically, but I can say for in a year, we are still having less than 3,500, 3, which is quite low to the statistics given to us by WHO. Like I said earlier, 
we are not up to having about 50 we are not having about 50 percent of what is expected of us okay. so averagely in a year we are having less than four thousand so it means that less than one one thousand in a quarter and our quarter you know our quarter is three months mm. so which is very still very low to the statistics given to us what's, according to our population by who what what's the um how often the people sees the opportunities available to them because i know e for example um earlier mentioned uh, the uh, number of health health centers that are offering treatments that are offering assistance to tuberculosis patients even private health facilities uh, are people are taking advantage of these opportunities enough for you like i said in our cult- community here because of our culture yeah. the beliefs are something that has already been entering us then looking at it the people you said how far we have come that's how far we have reached concerning the number of the facility but i know it's just the belief of the people. They out there, the eight workers are really trying. You know the belief that in down here, we don't believe that cough is a symptom that I have to go to hospital with mm. until you ask them. They believe if they have high fever, they can go to the hospital. But when you see anybody just coming to the hospital because of cough, it means preventure. There is already blood-stained sputum. Mm. So that also, but the facilities are there. It's just the awareness, the sensitization that the people now need for them to assess it. Then there is this belief. Sometimes they go, a sister had treatment is at state hospital jail, but the sister is the person, the relative is living outside Abiyokuta. You will say, no, don't go to any other facility. I don't know any other facility handling that. Only go to that place that have been previously treated. Mm. That has also been entering. But I know with this year, World TB Day, jingle going around, the sensitization, more people will be able to assess more health facility, even private facility within their domain. Mm. Now, um, Dr. Rickley, uh what are the causes? You've spoken about how it affects uh, different um, ages, how it's not restricted to a particular age. Uh, first off, is it something that is hereditary, number one? And what are the remote causes of tuberculosis? Okay, so thank you. Tuberculosis is caused by a bacteria and it is transmitted through the hair. Okay. So Solely through the hair. Yes. So anyone that has um, that jam in them, if they cough, they sneeze even when they speak the germs could come out into the hair and then it could infect the other person is it is it like because um a lot has been said about covid is it like um uh, what they say about um someone's droppings uh, coming in contact with someone's droppings um okay or- so when a person coughs those infectious droplets come out from that process if they sneeze it also comes out like covid is not said to be airborne tuberculosis is airborne because that can travel tuberculosis jam can travel through the hair you know covid said that it drops on surfaces yeah so 
tuberc- and tuberculosis germs can travel through the hair through the air droplets proceeding from those processes of cough can, can it stay there does it does it just stay okay, there okay so um um let let me give an instance like there's this um seed that flies around like this white seed that yeah, in no, those no days that yeah, so you know that seed never really lands you know once it gets somewhere and a small wind blows it still goes so it could keep flying wow. around the hair till it gets destroyed you know somehow so if it's at that point of flying around you know that another person inhales such droplets or jam in the droplets then the person could be uh, become infected with tuberculosis that's, that's so easy you could anyone could pick it up yes yeah, so <laughs> exactly. that's, why, yeah, exactly. that's why the awareness <laughs> needs to be strong and then of course we could talk about preventing it you know when, no, when we get to that before we go just before we get into <laughs> prevention uh, let, let's be clear because you know uh, I, I was talking about COVID and I was saying uh, you know you, you even confirmed that yes um, you, you could come in contact with it on a surface on a this on that uh, with tuberculosis it could just be there in there yes and this this is the first time we're talking about wearing face masks <laughs> it's probably something you should have been wearing for a long time but um, because it appears like it's so easy to come in contact with it appears right. like it's something we should have a lot of people with tuberculosis if, if it is that easy to to pick up. Uh, could you explain to us? Okay, so uh, <laughs> let's look at the science. Because it's just very scary mm. the way you say it can be picked up. Mm. So let's look at the science and the hacks, you know. Mm. So um, when these things go into the hair, now in tuberculosis, we talk about infection and we talk about disease. Mm. Okay, so um, in infection, you can talk about exposure. The person with one way or the other have been exposed to the jam through mixing or relating with others that actually had infection, either knowingly or unknowingly. We could be in the same congregation. We could be in the same vehicle. We could be in the same, even marketplaces, people call, people have interactions with each other, they speak. And so this air, this jams if infected they could move around the hair however not everyone comes to have the active tuberculosis disease okay so even when people are exposed to it that's where we talk about prevention and probably control and um, when people are exposed to the jam it goes into the body the body if the immune system is strong enough it, it curtails yeah okay. so it keeps it at bay sort of encapsulates it and then until there's a breakdown in immune system before it pops up to now start having disease or manifesting as disease in the body. So you could have, for instance, somebody who had been ex- exposed to the jam, infective jam, that is the microbacterium tuberculosis, through mm-hmm. another person who had been previously infected, having to inhale it, but till the person lives up to years on heart, it might never manifest once the immune system doesn't break down. Once the immune system breaks down, then it becomes an issue. So that's why many people probably are not exposed to it. However, they are not manifesting it. So, uh, so it, when, when we get to that point of what, 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 what makes the immune system uh, break down? I know that. Um, okay, well, I'll, I'll not preempt what you'd say, but what, 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 could, what makes the immune system break down? Okay, so there are so many factors that causes breakdown in the immune system. Let's look at. Um, infection or diseases as a point. Okay. So, 
other diseases, even let's say, for instance, HIV, you know. I, I was I was going to say I've okay. heard a lot of links between HIV and You're tuberculosis, right. but I didn't want to preempt you. You're so right. Go ahead. You're right. Even for us as a program, tuberculosis program, we have a strong collaboration with the HIV program. Okay. We will call TB HIV collaboration. We always working together to ensure that um, we are able to um, keep this at bay. So HIV is um, is a factor. Like uh, an infection that lowers disease. the immunity, yeah, lowers the immune system. Mm-hmm. Other factors could be those having diabetes that also um, lowers the uh, those they could have low immune system, um, low immunity. Those that have malnutrition, malnutrition okay. could also cause um, low immunity. Um, if other chronic illnesses. You know, we could have people that have mitotic lesion that is cancer, you know, those ones or people on cytotoxic drug can cause immunity. So, so stress, okay. stress <laughs> can also cause low immunity. <laughs> oh, <is> stress <laughs> in this part of the world. But you're saying in essence that it is possible to have that, bac- that bacteria inactive in you for a long time. long time so far your immunity is strong enough to continue to um, protect you against it mm-hmm. but you could come down with another ailment that lowers your immunity exactly. and then tuberculosis yes. uh, begins to unravel yes. in that human and even at that um, even while it, your body is um, keeping those infection at bay those germs at bay can the person infect another for those kind of people will not be able to, since they are not having the disease okay mm. However, if that kind of person gets more exposure, it's not an assurance that eventually you will not come with the disease. Because you know what we have talked about? Some entered the body, the body kept it. Mm. But you still get exposed to more. Mm. And so at a point, the overwhelming exposure could just make disease to come up. But, you know... uh let me come to Look, Kiki. I see she's nodding her head a lot to know about things you're saying. Uh, he's talk, you, you talk. He's talking about exposure. Unfortunately, uh, um, I can't know if I'm exposed to it. Can I? Yes, you might not know. But when we are talking about exposure, like he has rightly said, you have somebody coughing constantly beside you. Apparently, you were talking about the face masks. How many are really placing it right? Even at, the with, moment, yeah. at the moment. But one thing that we have always been passing is cough etiquette. You then need to know whether you are harboring the infection or not. Whenever you cough, whenever you sneeze, just cough to your elbow joints. Formerly, we were saying you cover your nose, your mouth with your palm. No, but now you cover t- with your uh, you cough to your elbow jo- joint, covering your nose and your mouth together. So, in a number of these things that we began to take seriously mm-hmm. because of COVID nineteen, are things that we probably should have been practicing for a long time. Exactly, exactly. That especially this cough etiquette, mm. we need it. Then overcrowding, we need just to be so careful about it. You want to get stopped in a place. You want to travel in a public vehicle some, uh, for a long time. You always prefer a factory fitted bus. Somebody has been <laughs> coughing and you are saying, God bless you. God bless you. Sorry. That thing could be TB. You never know. So you have to be conscious of environment. 
Don't stay in an overcrowded place. Always stay in an hairy place. And watch your cough. And when you are coughing, have this cough etiquette. It's so simple as that. Cough etiquette. Cough into it. And when you are going, if you want to split, don't just split on the floor and rub it again. You split, you use your feet. You use the sole of your you, to rub it again. What mm. you are saying is, allow the whatever organism that is there to multiply quickly, and let the wind cl- come and blow it off. When you want to split, just a simple way. Look for way that is not a third place. If you don't have your tissue with you, mm. if you don't have it, and it's, you know some people will use tissue again and drop it, and the thing will fly about. Mm. No, you dispose it properly but if you are just walking you want to split get to a place just pat the hat and then cover it and cover you don't rub it mm. so those are the things that will not make you to get more exposed to it and when another thing can make that can make one to get more exposed is that the treatment is for six months but after two months all those symptoms that dr adekola have said will disappear and some people will say, I'm much better. Let me just go away. That person is no, that, at that, risk. That's, that's, that's our way in this part of the world. <laughs> yes. far with, um, with the regular, uh, what's the very common drug? The anti-malaria drug. Some people yes, you know, nah, take after, after one the, day. Uh, uh, I'm much so, better. Yeah. And they just yes. let it go. Mm. So that's why in TB program, you et educate before the start. Why on treatment? Even after they have completed their treatment, you educate them. Not because you have been treated now that you cannot be reinfected. If you toy with your body immunity again, you can be reinfected. I, be, I, I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I know that there are a number of, um, can we call them misconceptions about tuberculosis, things people say. Remember I was saying earlier that I know that some people have uh, there's a there's a link between HIV and tuberculosis. I've I've met people, uh, thank God for education. I've met people who uh, have felt people with tuberculosis are automatically people living with HIV, uh, and I know those are that's just one of many other many. misconceptions. Could you talk to us in your experience talking okay. to people? Okay. What are those misconceptions that you've okay. heard about? Let me just tell us this. Having HIV doesn't mean compulsorily you have TB. Or oh, having TB doesn't mean you and have not having TB doesn't mean that for sure you're going to have HIV. God, let's just clarify that. Then another misconception is that how can just of recent I was educating a wife, the husband handed, and he said, Only you don't know. We don't want to go back to that house. I said, Why? He said, the day the cough started, a wind just blew, one strong wind like this, that educated. The, after the wind, she he started coughing and we landed here. So the wind blew the... It's the wind. So it is in that community, it's the man, it's the landlord. But doesn't want to go back, he wants to rent an apartment because... He believes the wind there is... It's the wind. Did somebody send the wind fight. today. That is part of <laughs> our belief. There is some beliefs that... When you split on the floor and somebody step on it, <laughs> you can develop tuberculosis. If one way or the other, you are careless with your chewing stick, if you are careless with your toothbrush, and somebody has to put your charms on it, <laughs> and you have to use it to brush again, you will develop. And for the mothers, the children, any cough in a child less than two years, they will tell you it's eating cough. 
And remember, I said earlier that it affects all, all ages. ages. Mm. So you don't. Those are our beliefs. They don't believe that a child should be taken to hospital because the child is coughing. They will just tell no, 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 no. Even eight personnel. They have the, those that have little knowledge about tuberculosis. When you say this child is coughing, this child is not growing well, they say hey, it's because it's still growing. If you look at the corner of the mouth, there's some teeth are trying to come, <laughs> uh, one or two teeth are trying to come out from and that, that place. That's the problem. That's mm. the problem that we are really having. So I just believe with more people going out there with the social media, crying, letting, letting them know that it's airborne and that anybody can be affected. If I'm not careful, if I continue to stay with somebody, and we should help others. That's why we have what we call treatment supporters. When they're on treatment, they should bring somebody so close onto them that, that you just encourage them. To encourage them to ensure that they, once they are diagnosed, they come from their treatment and they are properly treated. That's how and how that we can get to where we are going. And like the team says, the clock is ticking. <laughs> We've been talking about tuberculosis. It's the World Tuberculosis Day today, the 24th of March. Um, it is celebrated every year, of course. I've been speaking with uh, Dr. Adekola Adekunle, who is a public health expert with the Institute of Human Virology in Nigeria. Also, uh, Mrs. Adebola Sheolua Adelukiki. She's a representative of the Ogun State Tuberculosis Control Program. And uh, there's been a lot. Uh, that has been said. We'll continue our conversation in a moment at Fresh FM at on Twitter. That's where you drop your contributions, questions, if any. Uh, Facebook as well. We're live. I see a number of you have joined us live uh, saying well done. Thank you. Thank you for saying well done. But beyond the well done, please ask questions, make your contributions, if any. We'll definitely try as much as possible to talk to you via the phone lines in a bit. Don't go anywhere, please.
Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkuta, thank you for staying with us. This platform this Wednesday morning, the 24th of March uh, 2021, is the World Tuberculosis Day. And tuberculosis has been getting our attention this morning. Uh, in case you're just joining us for one reason or the other, uh, you've missed a lot already, but better late than never, they say. I've been speaking with uh, Dr. Adekola Adekola, a public health expert with the Institute of Human Virology in Nigeria. Also, Mrs. Atebola Isholo Adelokiki is a representative of the State Tuberculosis Control Program. And I've been talking with them. Uh, since the start of the program. Of course, at Fresh FM, I'll be able to on Twitter is where you drop your contributions. We'll talk to you about the phone lines. If there are any questions, we'll try to squeeze that in as uh, many as we can. Uh, just before we went on that break, uh, we uh, were talking about misconceptions as far as um, uh, tuberculosis is concerned and how some of uh, our beliefs as have uh, been one of many reasons that we've had so many cases unnoticed or unattended to amongst uh, a number of people uh, but then uh, when, you, you spoke earlier about um, centers facilities available and all of that is it very easy for people uh, as far as finding out whether they have tuberculosis is concerned how do they uh, get to find out that they have tuberculosis oh <laughs> interesting is it something expensive to find out is it something easy to find out Okay, thank you very much. Um, like uh, presently in Ogun State, there are over 700 facilities offering free tuberculosis care. And um, that's uh, we have uh, about 544 in public sectors, the primary health centers, the state hospitals, general hospitals, tertiary health institutions in the state, and um, also in private facilities, of, uh, about 169 of them all over the states and all the local governments. So um, we, our advice is just that once people start to feel these symptoms or have these signs, um, which will be demonstrable by, demonstrated by the doctors or the health person, um, they can report to any of these facilities. You know, it's so spread all over. Once they feel, they just walk up there and then once they present with these signs and it is linked with tuberculosis, then the diagnosis, we have um, sophisticated machines in the state as well that they are the latest machines that can diagnose tuberculosis. Um, and so they, we have them over the state, uh, all, all over the state as well. So diagnosis and it's free. It, they won't collect any dime from, from them. If uh, at the end of diagnosis, um, they found out that it is actually tuberculosis. The treatment also is going to be free. Okay. Yes. Totally free. Yes. Because I've, I've heard people, uh, I, I know that some of these ailments, uh, the cost of treatment is a, is a challenge for some people. Yeah, right. Uh, a, so, so you're saying in essence that people can get treated for free? Yes, if it's tuberculosis. If it is tuberculosis. Yes. Uh, yes. But, um, uh, you know, you spoke about... Um, People with tuberculosis also presenting with other ailments. Is that is that something that can be picked up for them for them as well? For for people with tuberculosis, is that, is that something the state is doing as well? No, that if they're having other ailments apart from tuberculosis, mm. uh, definitely they will pay for that. Okay, but for yeah. tuberculosis, but for free. tuberculosis, for the diagnosis, for the treatment, it is free. Even for children, you know, children, they swallow their splits, mm. their sputum. So the organization, the, the global fund, the some partners, they are paying for the extra, free for the children. Mm. If the doctor is thinking, this should be TB. Looking at other, you know, the, is the mother that will complain. Mm. 
So when the doctor looked and says, I'm suspecting this could be too. If the child has to go for X-ray, they will, it's going to be free. They don't need to pay. So you can say relatively, the diagnosis in TB treatment is free and also the treatment but, also is but, free. But how about in the private facilities? I expect that won't be entirely free, the private facilities, but it's expensive. No. Be- because, because um, well, I don't know how uh, enough is the public facilities yeah. for people and um you know there, there are a lot of things people say about public health centers i did rather go to private health centers okay. uh, is, is it expensive in those private health centers from your experience okay let me tell you like yeah i said we have 169 private facility that we engage in over state you have decided to go there definitely you get your cat there you need to pay for that okay but the diagnosis for tuberculosis will be free okay Although they may charge you for consultation, but it's not that treatment that you are paying for. So your diagnosis there is free and your treatment you are receiving there is free. But you may pay for consultation fee, not for TB treatment. But you know, private has to pay. They pay. Ta- they, of course, I, I, they I, I totally orders. understand. So their but, treatment there is relatively free. But whatever they are charging f- them for is consultation fee, but, and but, not for the treatment. But it's definitely going to be a lot cheaper than maybe having to treat other ailments in a private facility. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. Now, there, do, do people? Some, some someone told me people get stigmatized for tuberculosis. Is that true? You're right. Very correct. Um, like even. Presently, it's a lot of stigma around on cough. Um, um, those days when um, people go for campaign and awareness, and then they talk about like in Europe, they say coffee, and then people mm. start ah lie, 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 don't come here again. So even now we we don't even ask for a coffee or something. They just cough because the cough could be any any disease. It could be TB, it could be COVID, it could be this. So because of that notion. People tend to run away from, like she has said, Ms. Alegi rightly said, people don't even want to present it at the facility until you get to ask them. And that's why presently, um, the um, Institute of Human Biology with um, um, USID support and then collaboration with the State Ministry of Health and the TB Control Program, we are working together to see that in our health facilities, we have people, we call, the screen, we call them screen officers, they will ask questions to everybody that comes to their facility, regardless of what you have come to complain about, they will ask for cough. And from there, they will be able to deduce if that person could be a presumptive case so that it could be addressed on time. It's good to know that everyone that has um, cough, tuberculosis, active tuberculosis, and is not treated can infect up to 10 to 15 people in a year. So that's, that, that makes it a, a public health concern. It's not just you that, oh, it's me, it's my health. Mm-mm. Now it's everybody's health concern. You, you, you talked about people who begin treatment and, and stop it. And, you know, which was why I asked the question about um, the expenses involved. And it's interesting that you say it is free in the public health facilities, relatively free in the private health facilities. And then you begin to wonder why someone would not complete such treatment. It's because you know, like you said. Does does it take long? Six months. It's a minimum of six months. Because that that could be an issue as well. People could get tired of having to come and go. I've I've, I've met someone who kept coming to 
uh, was a secretary hospital or something for TB treatment. That was many years ago, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and she had to. She she was coming in from I think Ibadan. She kept coming and going. I don't know why that is though. But is it, uh, don't you think that is an issue as well? How long it takes, and you know, like formerly it was nine months. Okay. With research, we changed to eight months. Now it's six months. But by the time you, that's why I said TB management has a lot of ed education alone. You will have ed educated them right from beginning. For you to be properly cured, at least you have to do, do you have to take your drugs daily for six months. And that's why we are engaging more and more health facilities. You don't need to travel far. Let it be as close as as, as possible, possible to you, to you mm. that you don't need to stress yourself. If you have to travel, like somebody coming from a even I work in state hospital, which I as a nurse, somebody staying at let me look, let me look at Enugada. Enugada, that's, that's on the way to Lafenwa. On the way to Lafenwa, mm. can't take treatment in state hospital, Jai. There are places closer to them. You refer the person to, but you know people, like you said earlier, because of the stigma. I know somebody working in that place. Mm. It stays so close to my house. So until this information continues to go around and around and around, and there is still... Okay, let me just ask you also, Wally. If you know somebody having TB, can you use the same cup that person have used to drink water? Well, is it, is it safe? <laughs> no, is it safe? If it is, then, then I'm, no, I'm, I'm fine. Saying you're not, no, that's the, those are the notion people still have out of there. Which, which is very interesting, <laughs> um, you know, about how educated people mm-hmm. are. Uh, interestingly, uh, one of my um, one of my interns here, um, you were saying, uh, can can you share utensils with people that have tuberculosis? Uh, exactly. That's a very interesting question. Uh, can you actually share utensils with them? I can because it's airborne. Let me tell you, when you go to oh, the true. Eatery, so it's not about when you go to eatery and they give you the spoon. Do you know who have used it? Let me ask you that. I wasn't. I wasn't. Exactly. <laughs> so somebody that no has been diagnosed, why do you want to stigmatize somebody already on treatment? Hmm. Why do you want to stigmatize again? It can infect you. <laughs> so it is, it is really about the education and the understanding of yes. people. At Fresh FM, I built on Twitter, 0815-432-1079, and um, 0818-111-1079, 0818-111-1079. One 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 ten seventy nine. Those are the numbers to call to talk to us via uh, this morning. Uh, I was going to ask a question. Okay, we'll just uh, squeeze in some calls first off. Hello, good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Please turn on the volume on that radio. Thank you. Yeah, are you hearing me? Yes, we can. Good morning. What's your name? Yeah, this is Larry. I'm calling from Milano. Good morning. I'm doing it to the guests. I want to thank them for the deep and uh, insightful uh, expression of uh, on the issue of tuberculosis. Uh, the presentation has been so good. Now, my question is, is there any vaccine for tuberculosis? All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Lakhov. Vaccine that I'm preparing for tuberculosis. Thank you. Um, I said I was going to ask a question. That was actually going to be my question because it's a, it's a day of, you know, vaccines with the COVID and all. Uh, for so long, there's been tuberculosis. You'd expect that there should have been something over time. Or is it impossible? Okay, so um, thank you, and thank you for our caller for that question. And uh, 
yes, there is vaccine for tuberculosis. Okay. And we all know the vaccine. The BCG we all take at baths. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, so bacilli, calmet, guarini. So that that's the vaccine. And it is taken at birth for okay. most um, children born probably in this generation. Are there, are, there, are there kids that don't take it? Um, um, it should be the normal. It's in the normal routine immunization schedule. Okay. Um, there could be exceptions. And I'll tell you the exception. The exception is those that the, the mother, maybe they have higher risk of um, having the disease at birth. Let's say the mother is already infected and it's been um, the mother has tuberculosis so once the child is born especially when the mother was not on treatment before birth okay uh-huh. so that kind of baby at birth must be checked first it won't go the normal routine of uh, just immunization he must be checked first to be sure that he is not yet having that disease before but, now introducing the uh, vaccine. Yeah. Remember, the vaccine is life attenuated. It contains the jam, but it's just that the jam cannot harm. So, um, however, we must quickly note that that vaccine doesn't prevent tuberculosis disease in the future. It's all, it, it actually helps to prevent the complicated forms of tuberculosis. So, because vaccine, you know, vaccine exposes people's body's immune system to those jams. So the 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 the, the system is alert. When such jams visit, they can start the fight and yeah, keep them at bay till maybe a, a bigger intervention comes. However, somebody that wasn't vaccinated at all would see the jam and not do anything until the jam really gets to devastate the body more. So that's where the marking uh, marking points are is for those that are at the BCG, it helps prevent the complicated forms of tuberculosis. But if they still get exposed later in life, they could still come with um, the disease. So, but aside from the uh, immunization early at birth, there's no, nothing else. Hello, good morning. Yeah, this is Pastor Bolani. I'm calling from before. Good morning to you. Talk to us. Yeah. Pastor Bolani, please move away from your radio. Turn it down, please. Okay, I'm going away from it. All right, go ahead quickly, please. This is your program. I wish you present it in Yoruba. That is one. Because majority <laughs> of people listen to you, they are Yoruba speaking. It's well, very interesting and comprehensive program you are doing. Well, Pastor Balari, I'm sure we'll try to also have a Yoruba version. But please, uh, since you have the information from us, please share to people around you in the language you'd understand. All right? Okay. Secondly, mm. who has been fully treated of this uh, disease? Can it come back? Can it say the same thing? Mm. All right. Thank you very much. I think we said something about that. But go ahead. He's saying uh, for someone who has been cured, can they have it again? Yes. Thank you, Pastor. Yes. Once you are treated, doesn't mean you are, you've are uh, you've gotten live immunity. You can still come down. So, so, again so, it's, about, so it's about being safe, uh, yes. practicing this cough yeah, etiquette and right. just uh, making sure you reduce exposure to or making sure you and reduce your body immunity. Mm. Um, what, what, what's the because uh, we, we we spoke earlier about people who get treated and get tired and all what's what's, what's the risk in having your treatment uncompleted what, what, what could be the uh, the effect of that mm. thank you very much a very high risk there's what we call drug resistant tuberculosis okay and that occurs usually when people um stop treatment abruptly abruptly um this is a form of tuberculosis that 
um, you know, we said the treatment is for six months. That is for drug-susceptible tuberculosis. And then if the person stops abruptly, uh, the person has a tendency or the, 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 those germs have a tendency of developing, um, let's say, a hard shell for the drugs the person is presently taking or has stopped. So that when the person resumes it again or one way or the other, the body now will resist those drugs and it will now require another form of stiffer treatment. Mm-hmm. So it's like coming back in a other way. You know, I said drug-resistant tuberculosis. So other people could have those drug-resistant tuberculosis strain if the person that has the drug-resistant tuberculosis disease infects directly a new person. Mm-hmm. So he won't first of all go and have the previous one. He goes with the direct resistant strain. strain. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then infects the person. So yes, it's more. It's 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 so it's so risky and um, dangerous to have um, stop to stop the treatment. So we advise that um, just like um, Mr. Kiki said, the counseling is important. That the person is feeling all right because the drugs are very effective. They will really really feel better. But they must complete the treatment so that those little organisms remaining that are not yet cleared from the system could eventually, within the period of six months, be cleared. And then the person can be and declared with, cured. With, with, with the drugs, there is the guarantee of being fine after treatment. Cure. Yes. Cure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cure. Because, you know, a lot of things, we, 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 just, we just continue to learn so many things these days. Um, but... Hopefully, uh, we begin to take this more seriously. Um, just like I said, uh, on our part, we will try, just like uh, the earlier caller uh, suggested. I see a number of you still trying to talk to us. Unfortunately, we're <laughs> really out of time. Apologies, really. But I'm sure there's something we'll pick up, hopefully, on our Yoruba Health program, actually, later, hopefully. And, um, for those of you who got the information, feel free to share with people around you uh, using uh, the languages they understand. At Fresh FM, uh, you, you, on, on Facebook, you can uh, catch up the video and uh, go ahead and watch it again. Uh, you can download the Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkuta application. It's on your Google Play Store. There's a podcast for this program, so you can uh, release into the program in case uh, you want to do that for one reason or the other. I should say a very big thank you to my resource persons, Dr. Adekola Adekunle. Uh, who's a public health expert with the Institute of Virology in Nigeria. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. Uh, Mrs. Adebola is a representative of the Ogun State Tuberculosis Control Program. Uh, thank, thank you very much. Is there is there, uh, is there is there contact people with tuberculosis can get in touch with if they feel they could be coming out? Is there a telephone number or something? Or is there, a, is there an hotline uh, for people who feel uh, they... They can, uh, they, they might have come up uh, with uh, the okay. ailment. Let me quickly call this number. Is it called toll free number? Toll free number, okay. Yes. 080 All right. 02 right. Could you take that again? 080 02 that's a toll-free 